Yo, what's up? Welcome back. Today, I want to talk to you guys about discipline. Concept of discipline. <laughs> and this one is really something that I'm currently struggling, but also learning with. So what is discipline? Discipline is, according to the internet, self-control a version, a form of self-control, a controlled behavior that is resulting from self-control or disciplinary action to achieve whatever goal that it is that you are trying to achieve. It can produce moral or mental improvement and moral in the sense of the only thing that comes to mind right now is if you are super religious, not having sex before marriage. So discipline would be don't have fucking sex before marriage bam like that and no matter how much you want to you're training yourself to not do it until that moment comes it can also be a form of mental improvement mental improvement through forms of discipline can be something as simple as looking at yourself in the mirror and instead of picking at your flaws telling yourself hey i love myself i i'm, I'm pretty that can be a mental improvement. I'm gonna be honest, uh, one of the challenges that I have is pimple popping. Absolutely, it's pimple popping. And for me, my discipline, my challenge is to not pop my pimples. And I've gotten a lot better at it throughout the years. I've seen vast improvements of mine in myself, so I'm very thankful for the, that growth, but it's still a challenge because I will see myself in the mirror one day and then all of a sudden I see a whitehead. And what's my initial reaction is I wanna fucking pop the whitehead so it can, I can get rid of it so it's not on my face. I have this idea that if I pop it, everything will be so much better and it'll be gone from my face. But in reality, that's not how pimple popping works. You shouldn't, that's not how pimples work. Don't ever pop your pimples. Don't ever even touch your pimples. Honestly, don't even fucking touch your face because your hands have so much germs and you know what your hands have touched and then you go and touch your face and it just makes it worse. It's so avoid, if you're gonna touch your face, keep your hands clean. Keep your hands clean. <laughs> Wash your hands prior to. Or what my boyfriend taught me is to use your the inside of your shirt because that will have less ickiness than your hands. After so many years, and here's the thing, my pimple popping habits, I guess, first came about when I was in middle school, high school, when I was going through puberty and acne, it, a, it became a thing for me. Now I have slight to none acne and I'll only get it maybe when I'm on my period. That's about it. And it, what sucks is that it's the undergrown ones. It's the ones that fucking hurt that don't ever actually pop out into the surface. So I know that if I'm going to touch those, I'm going to try to pop those. That's just going to leave my skin even worse. It's going to be a scab. And it's just more, it makes me self-conscious, I've noticed, when I pop my pimples. And I don't like that feeling. So now I'm forcing myself and I'm learning through through this journey that... In order for me to take care of my skin, in order for me to, I, re, I repeat to myself that I love my skin and I take care of my skin. So how do I prove that? Don't touch your face. I don't touch my face. I don't, I will do whatever I can to not touch my face. And there are times where absolutely, because I still have that 
natural instinct that I can't even tell sometimes when I'm touching my face. It just kind of happens. But when I do catch it, I immediately move my hand. I will, even if it, even if I have to, I will take my other hand to move my hand away from my face. There have been times when I don't touch my face for like a month or something and it's so clear and it's so beautiful and I feel like, oh my God, like I'm glowing, I'm radiant. It makes my self-esteem shoot up even higher. And then the second that there's a pimple and I pop it, then that's when I notice my confidence goes down just a little bit because I'm just like, fuck, I have this imperfection on my face and I made it worse by touching it. So now that I've learned all of that, it's gotten a lot easier for me to avoid pimples. And at this point, I've also realized that pimples are fucking part of life. They're part of life. It's something that I know I'm going to deal with. It's something that I know a bunch of fucking people deal with. And the best thing that I can do to take care of my skin is don't touch my face. Don't fucking touch your face. Don't fucking touch your face. Uh, Make a song out of it if you need to. Don't touch your face. Also, what I know that helps me out a lot is getting nails done, getting my nails done. Why do I get my nails done? Well, because one, I think they're very fucking cute, okay? But two, because if I have fake nails on, it's, I know, because I have done this in the past, it damages my skin a lot more than my regular nails. Getting fake nails done it's harder for me to pick at my skin because my real nails allow me to be more precise whereas my fake nails are they're not sharp they're not pointy they're not sharp they don't have the same they're not it's not the same fucking material or whatever nails are made out of it's not that so if i do ever and i've done this in the past this is why i know if i have ever tried to pop a pimple while having fake nails on it just makes my skin even worse oh my god even fucking worse so i've been through it before and i've learned from that mistake so through course of correction by making those mistakes but disciplinary disciplinary action i have learned to avoid it so now that i have my nails done i don't touch my face anymore and if that's what it takes for me to learn not to touch my face and not pop my pimples then I'm going to go and spend the money. That just makes sense to me. I've just gotten to the point where it feels embarrassing. It feels embarrassing to be distracted by something at my face or be trying to pick at my skin while I'm talking to a friend or while I'm at work. And it, it's, it's gross. So now that I've had all of that time to reflect on that action, it makes me less inclined to want to touch up my face. And when I still do have the moments that I do touch up my face, I remember to move my hand, move my hand away from my face, whatever it is that I'm doing, and grab something else. I've noticed that usually whenever I have a temptation to want to pop my pimples or touch my face, it's because I'm bored or and my hands are looking for something to do. So I go and find something else to do. And that helps out a lot. And here's the thing. I'm not a perfect human being. There might be a pimple or two that I pop here and there. But then instead of beating myself up for it, I tell myself, hey, let's just start over. Let's just start over. And so I won't stress out about it because then I know myself. 
if I beat myself up for it, if I stress myself out because of it, it's just not going to end well and it's going to lead me to wanting to do it even more. So instead, hey, let's change that action. Let's change that mentality through disciplinary action. And we're going to take care of our skin. We're going to love our skin. And we're going to do whatever it is that we can to help prevent touching of the face. This is a problem that I face. This might be a problem that you face. Point being is that it's a problem that we can grow from, that we can learn from, and we can grow from. Discipline also means doing things that you don't want to do, but you need to do. That's called responsibility either being responsible for your actions or just you know being an adult and getting your shit done for example if you have the tendency to spend a lot of money and you know you have to pay rent at the end of the month and let's say it's your last weekend it's the last week of the month and a friend invites you to go out and you know you know that if you go out you're going to spend money that you don't have because you know yourself so one it can be that you go out and spend the money and then you won't be able to afford your rent and then what happens either you get money from a friend from your parents from somebody to help you make rent that month or through discipline be honest with yourself hey right now i'm not going to spend the money i'm going to save it and pay my rent and then be honest with your friend tell them hey I'm looking at my budget and I don't have any money to go out and spend it because I have to pay rent. Cool. Great. If they understand, fantastic. Because everybody has to pay fucking rent. Somebody owes money to somebody, okay? And if your friend gets upset at you for not wanting to go out and choosing to sp save your money, well, you might want to think about that friend for a little bit. I get it. Money is a thing that money honestly money is a thing that people aren't taught people are not taught how to manage your finances people are not taught financial literacy they don't understand how to deal with money people let's just say if you walk up to somebody and you give them a thousand dollars what are they going to do with that money a lot of the majority of the time people are going to go spend that on something that they want there are a few people out there who will take that money and put it into their savings. There's another set of people who will take that money and use it as an investment. And this is going to be something we're going to talk about in the future is financial literacy. So stay tuned for that episode. It's coming. Oh, and it's going to be definitely more than one episode. I can tell you right now. It might not be a consecutive like series, but it's definitely going to be more than one episode. There's a lot to talk about with money. So back to what I was saying. Through disciplinary action, you decided that, hey, it's going to be smart of me to save my money instead of going to spend it on whatever. It's baby steps because you can do it once, but true disciplinary action comes when you repeat that over and over and over again until it becomes a cycle and until eventually it kind of becomes part of your lifestyle. And then it's just a new, a new skill that you have picked up. Discipline also means another example that pops up into my head is 
smoking. If you indulge in drugs or alcohol or anything of that that substance, you gotta know when it's acceptable for you to do it and when it's not. Because only you know your tolerance and only you know your schedule. You know what you gotta do the next day. If you gotta get up for work tomorrow in the morning and be there at 7 a.m., maybe it's not the best idea for you to go out drinking with your buddies until 2 a.m. But who am I to tell you, right? But at some point, if you don't have discipline with them, they take control of you. And that's not where you want to be. You want to be in control of them, not the opposite. Because once you give them power, they're going to take it and fucking run with it. And that's how people get addicted to to drugs and addicted to alcohol. It's how people end up dying, overdosing. People end up having to go get their stomachs fucking pumped. Whatever the case may be, it's... And that can be the extreme case. No one's telling you you can't indulge in these things. You can absolutely do them. I'm... Heck, I'll be one to say that I enjoy being sober. I do. But I'm also not uptight and I'm going to go out and I'm going to have fun. I know my tolerance. I know my limits. So I'm going to proceed with caution. And I think maybe all of us have gotten to this point in our life at times where maybe we do smoke a little more than we want to maybe or should. And... This is, oh, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm just going to be full on fucking honest. So the biggest lesson that I'm learning right now, and it was this past week, two weeks, is smoking. I've smoked weed. And here's the thing, I'll be honest, that I know I've struggled with is I smoked weed when I was in, hmm, I was first introduced to weed when I was 21, but I didn't really start smoking it until I was 22, 23. And there was a point in my life, in those years, where I smoked every single day. Every single day. Didn't matter what I had to do, I just smoked every single day. And I would, at first, I didn't go to work high. I didn't like that. That was a boundary that I knew I had to establish for myself. And then at some point though, when we all started working from home, I was like, hey, we're working from home. Who says I can't? So then I did it for a bit while I was working. And then after work and in the morning. And it just cycled into, I did it every day, pretty much all the fucking time. And I didn't like it. As I was doing it, I mean, at first I was. And then after a while, I just got tired of it. I didn't like it. I didn't like that who I was becoming in that moment. And so I stopped smoking. So for the past couple of weeks, the thing that I've been learning and the thing that I have been trying to correct with disciplinary action is smoking weed that's the only thing I smoked that's the only thing I choose to smoke 
I spent the beginning of the year smoking. And then at some point, I was like, you know what? I don't want to smoke anymore. And I went, I quit cold turkey four months. And recently, I picked it up again. And uh, that's kind of when I was like, oh, okay, wait, you know what? I actually, I do kind of miss it. Because uh, I did it in a social social settings. And that's when I had fun and I enjoyed myself. Not saying that you have to do drugs to have fun. Absolutely, you do not. You can be sober and still have fun. I just chose to do it in that moment. And then I was like, okay. After that social setting, I was like, cool. No, it was it was it was good. I was like, now I I feel like I have control of it. Because for a while, I thought I had lost control of it. And so then. Um, I remember texting my best friend and telling her, hey, I started smoking again, and I've noticed that I've been picking it up more and more. Not that it's been a fully bad thing to be picking up more and more, but I was getting to the point where I started to not like myself because of it. And I say that in terms of I started to beat myself up for it. I told myself, hey, I should uh, I should smoke, but only on the weekends because then I don't have work and I don't have responsibilities. I can just do it and enjoy my own time. And then I crept in to after work, right before I would go to sleep. And uh, that's kind of when I started to, to beat myself up for it. I was telling myself, hey, I shouldn't be doing this. Hey, I shouldn't be doing this. This is wrong. Put it down, put it down, put it down. And so I kept feeling this guilt and anxiety kind of come over me when I was doing it during the week. And I didn't, I didn't like it. I, I didn't like it. I didn't like that I was beating myself up. And so I remember that I reached out to my best friend and she really put it into perspective for me that this was a time that I needed to weed had come back into my life so that I could learn how to properly use it and I say properly use it in terms be disciplined with it rather than feeling like it's going to control me me control it so I get to choose one how hi i want to get and i'm not one to get extremely high i don't like it because then i just lay in bed and i'm like i do nothing <laughs> i do nothing and i and i hate it i like being active i like being really productive i like getting shit done it's just some it's just the person that i am i like doing things and so for me to just be a fucking couch potato i hate it and especially when i was on high on weed I, I hated it because it just slowed me down so much. So I've learned to be disciplined with it by not getting as high as I used to. And also, hey, it's okay to do it after work. Just, again, be disciplined with it. It doesn't have to be every single day. It can be here and there. It's just something that I don't need to stress myself out. I don't need to beat myself up for it. Because now I'm choosing to be responsible with it. And I've gotten to the point where it's like, and I've gotten to the point where I don't need it. I don't need it. I want it. There's a difference. Because I remember for a while I felt like I needed it and I 
it became part of my routine. And uh, I just wanted to do it to, to do it. And I remember when I stopped for four months, I was like, oh, what do I do now? And then I was like, oh, wait, just be fucking productive and just, you know, do, do whatever it is that you want to do. And so now that I've had that time off, I've learned that only I know how much I want to smoke. Only I know what days and what times I want to smoke. And I don't have to fall into peer pressure because I control it. It doesn't control me. So that was a harsh reality for me to learn, that I control it, it doesn't control me. And that can be with a, a bunch of other things. Weed is just one of the things that I was recently dealing with. It can be fast food. If you enjoy eating fast food every single day, maybe, and you don't, and you don't like it, and you want to cut back, well, don't just cut fucking cold turkey. No, don't do that to yourself. Start by, instead of going out and eating seven days a week, do it six, and then maybe five, and then four, and then three, and then two, and then, you know, you, you progress. You progress, and you find your comfort level. Don't fall into the peer pressure. Do whatever it is that you want to do that makes you happy. But at the same time, don't forget that we have to discipline ourselves. Because as a kid, your parents did that. Your parents were the ones who, who fed you. Your parents are the ones who told you, hey, ponte a hacer la tarea, go do your fucking homework. And they never said fucking. My parents never said that. My parents are very clean. Um, ponte a hacer la tarea, go do your homework. Uh, you know, ponte a hacer que hacer, go do, do something. So your parents were always the ones who had that motivating factor. They were the ones who pretty much kept you in check, who disciplined you into doing things that were right and not wrong. And now when you're an adult, especially when you go off to college for the first time or when, when you move out for the first time, you have to teach yourself that. You have to teach yourself discipline. You have to make sure that you know your responsibilities and you got to get shit done at the time it needs to get done. Don't sacrifice your now to have a short time of pleasure sensation. That's called instant gratification. How about you delay your instant gratification and make it delayed gratification so that way it feels even better when you do it later because you feel like you've earned it. You feel like you've deserved it because you worked for it. Instant gratification is also going online shopping and buying the first thing that you and the thing that you want immediately and not even caring about your finances. Delayed gratification is I'm going to save up for it. I'm going to save this percentage of my paycheck and save up for it. And once I get to that amount, yeah, I can finally buy it. And generally speaking, once you de once you delay those things, especially with purchases, give it like a week. Most of the time you're like, oh, I guess I never even needed it. I just wanted it. So even if you like delay things a little bit, it helps put you into this new perspective of need versus want. Did I really need this in that moment? No, I just wanted it. So delay your gratification and trust me, absolutely trust me, it makes you feel so much more in love with yourself because you disciplined yourself in order to achieve that goal. I'm so glad that I was able to sit down and have this conversation with, I guess, myself, but to, to you guys because it's something that's been on my mind and on my chest. So it definitely felt like it needed to be said. 
I, I needed to say it out loud for myself and y'all probably needed to hear it too. So discipline, man. It's not a curriculum in school, but it's something that we all go through and need to learn in order for us to continue growing and achieving our goals. And that being said, if you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for sticking around and just hearing me talk about these topics. I love you and I appreciate you. And hear me on the next one. My name is Carla Stephanie and this is a life experience.